Good Wednesday morning. Today is February the 20th. It is 8.08 in the morning, and we are here to seek God's face and to know his heart. Amen. I'm glad to be here. It is Wednesday. We've made it halfway through the week. I trust that God has used you mightily in the last two days, and if he hasn't, today is your day. So if, if, if you haven't been used mightily this week, go ahead and say a prayer out loud right now. God, use me for your glory today. I lay myself down on the altar. Set me ablaze for your kingdom. Amen. Amen. Just go ahead and say that. Go ahead and say that. He is looking for a sacrifice. He is looking for somebody that is willing to say, I lay my life down for you, Lord. Use me. Use me up in the words of Lecrae. Use me up. Use me up. Use me up, Lord. Amen. If you can't tell, I'm excited to be here. Again, God woke me up this morning early. He's been waking me up early. Anybody else been waking up early? Anybody else just have that desire that that, that, that he just says, he just whispers. He says, it's time to wake up. Come spend time with me. Anybody else? Is there, can I get an amen? Is there, is there anybody else out there that is just so hungry for God that, that even though I went to bed late last night, I was working late last night. I was just having a great time with Christiana. So I went to bed late and I said, Lord, wake me up when you need to wake me up. And he woke me up at 5.50 and I just, I just laid in bed and I just prayed and I just had a conversation with him. And I just said, thank you, Lord. I just said, thank you. Thank you for this day. Use me, Lord. Use me. And that's what it looks like. That's what a relationship looks like. It's not about getting up and, 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 and spending an hour in prayer. Yes, an hour is absolutely incredible. That's what Jesus did. Can you not tarry with me an hour in the Garden of Gethsemane? Absolutely. But it's, it's those moments. It's those moments that, that you're willing to sacrifice sleep. Could I have slept later this morning? Absolutely. And it was rainy. It's cold out. The you know once you have your spot in bed, you're you're ready to go. You're just just let me snooze. But it's it's those moments that really really impress God's heart because you are you are giving up something of your flesh. Your flesh wants to sleep. Your spirit is ready to go. Your flesh is the one that needs sleep. Amen. So for I just encourage you. I don't know why I released that. But that's what it looks like. That's what just seeking his face and knowing his heart. That's what it is. Seeking his face. Are you willing to give up 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes of sleep just to sit there and bask in his presence? Just to sit there and revel in his glory and revel in his love and absorb the goodness that he has to offer. Amen. My goodness, it's been a release this morning. So yesterday, we started our new Bible plan, and it is called God is Good, So Rise Up and, what is it, what's the title called? Rise Up and Get Free. And, and so we learned yesterday just <clears throat> that God is good all the time, and we, we learned that in John 10 and verses 10 through 11, that the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and destroy, but Jesus came that we have we may have life and that we may have it more abundantly and and we learn that that God is good all the time and i also released that if we are thinking of anything less than good of god we aren't thinking of god if we are thinking of anything less than good 
of God. We aren't thinking of God because there is no ill will in God. Whether you've been taught that, whether you've you've experienced that from maybe it was a college professor, maybe it was maybe it was someone that 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 had an experience or an encounter with God at a young age, and all of a sudden something happened to them and they blame God. I I know people like that, but the reality is is the enemy is the one that came in and disrupted that relationship because they I would anticipate. I would I would venture to guess that that they were very close to just being on an incredible breakthrough. But the enemy, listen, listen, listen. The enemy is going to oppose you the most when you're on the verge of a breakthrough. Would you agree with that? Would you agree that the enemy, the opposition is raising? It's like, it's like, think about it. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Think about when when football. Right. I, I, I don't want to watch a lot of football, but think about it. When you're on the goal line, <laughs> when you're on the goal line, all of the people, all of all of the defensive players are right there. You're all tight. You're you're right there because the offense is on the verge of scoring. So all the defensive players, you've got more people on the line. Typically, if you're on the if you're in the middle of the field, you have three or four defensive linemen that are rushing the quarterback. But when we get to the end zone, when we get close to the area of our breakthrough, when we get close to the area that we're going to score a touchdown for the kingdom, the opposition just comes at us. And that's when we have to be it's it's, it's called the red zone. When we're in the red zone, we have to we have to continue to push forward whether we're scoring a touchdown or whether we we have to kick a field goal we are going to we are going to score for the kingdom amen that was a freebie thank you father so today we're going to pick up the on day two of the devotion if you want to hop on the bible plan with us it's up there in the bitly link and if you if you don't want to do the bit.ly link, then I can send you a text message or a message on Messenger so you can easily join the Bible plan with us. It says real goodness for, for day two, real goodness. <clears throat> Romans 2.4 declares the goodness of God leads you to repentance. It's the goodness of God. Ephesians 2, 4 through 4 through 6 says, But God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved, and raised us up together, and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Now I want to go back to Romans 2.4. There, there, are, there are some people that are out there and and I'm not I, I am not uh, what I'm not bashing this type of of uh, of evangelism. So so hear me out. But there are there are there there are sects out there that that will say you know um, let's let's go to uh, the 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 Baptist Church um, anyway, not Hillsboro Baptist Church. But the, they're they're out there and they're they're. They're, they're expressing God's word, but they're doing it through, not out of love. They're not doing it out of the goodness of God. 
And and what we see here in Romans 2, 4 is it's the goodness of God that leads us to repentance. Yes, we need to realize that we're all sinners. And and so that's that's one of the starting points, right? So the, the way of the master minute with, with Kirk Cameron, uh, the, what they do is, is they go and they witness to people and they say, listen, have you ever told a lie? Have you ever committed adultery? Have you ever looked at a woman with lust or fornication in your mind? And 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 so you 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 show them, you you bring revelation to them that they are sinners. And then you go on to say that that the wages of sin are death, and that's how they lead them to repentance. And but but the reality is is if we could if we could understand and if we could grasp that that God that that God loves us and and it talks about it in John three sixteen that that God so loved the world that he it, he did it out of love. Yes, we need to know that we are sinners, and yes, we need to we need to have a measuring stick. The the Ten Commandments are a measuring stick to say to bring revelation that we are sinners, and and to bring revelation that we need salvation. But but it's it's once we get to that point, once we get to that revelation, that's when we can start operating out of the goodness of God. And the goodness of God is what leads us to repentance. God is not holding your sins against you. He sent his son to pay a debt that had to be paid in order to liberate you from sin. God extends his mercy and forgiveness to you and me, even when we do not deserve it. It was his goodness that arrested my attention, that brought me to the foot of the cross, even when I was in my darkest sin, doing terrible things, abusing my body with drugs and alcohol, and doing things that should have put me in an early grave. In fact, a number of times I nearly died, but God loved me right in the middle of all that. I want to tell you, wherever you're at right now, God loves you. You may be in the dip, the, the depths of the darkest sin that you've ever been involved in. You just feel wretched, disgusting, vile. But God loves you right where you are. He does. You could have throw up all over you in this in the spiritual realm. But you could have the throw up. You could be, you could, you could just have the stench of sin. But see, God doesn't see you. He doesn't, he doesn't see you in that. He sees you as, as holy and sanctified. He sees you already redeemed. But it's us that are, are, are remaining in that filthy, disgusting state. It's us that want to remain there. God says, I've already, I've already paid the price. I've sent my son. All you have to do is get up and walk. All you have to do is leave the, the pig trough. Like, like it talks about with the prodigal son. All you have to do is get up and receive my goodness receive my goodness that's what you have to do you have to receive your goodness i want to tell you that it is all right for you to receive his goodness there's nothing there's nothing in the world that you could do that if you truly repent from the deepest depths of your heart and you say god the enemy used me. I was a tool to the enemy, but I repent of that right now, Lord. And I pray and I, and I commit my life this day to, to serve you for the rest of my days. I, I promise you. I promise you with everything that I am in, that I am, that I'm willing to bet anything that I have in this natural world, that if you were to say that with the, from the bottom of your heart, that in an instant, in an instant, God, would, you're, 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 we're already redeemed. We just have to choose to walk in that redemption. Amen?
So, so wherever you're at, if if you're in the pig trough, or you might be, you might be a, a Christian, and you might have been backslidden. You might have, you might have been walking with God. You might have been preaching. You might have been on the worship team. You might have, you might have been serving God every single week, and 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 you you you've been backslidden, which which means you've slidden away from God. Wherever you're at, whether you're in that point or whether you've never come to God before and, and you just you, you don't feel worthy, that, that's not that's that's the enemy telling you that's the enemy withholding your identity from you. And we talked about that last week. That's the enemy sit, keeping you from your father. It'd be no different than 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 I know grace. Grace is my daughter. But it'd be like a stranger coming up and, and, and keeping my daughter from me. I'm her father. I'm her father. But I just I just see this picture of this stranger coming up and, and then standing in front of grace saying, no, you can't get to him. At some point, you've got to fight past that stranger and run to your father's arms and say, I forsake everything else. I leave that that disgusting life behind me. I'm done. I'm ready to serve you. Because that is what he's doing. He's trying to keep you from your purpose he's trying to the enemy is trying to keep you from your identity the enemy is trying to keep you from your authority that's what he's that's what he is trying to do and and at some point at some point whether it's today whether it's a year from now whenever you're listening to this at some point you've got to put your foot down and say i know whose i am and i'm done being a puppet to the enemy he loves you so much he doesn't want to leave you there. His grace can reach you, change you, and lift you out of any sinner situation if you will turn to him with all of your heart. We've already talked about that. There is no reason to fear or hesitate. Entrust yourself to the goodness of God and say yes to him today. Let's hop into the word. Romans 2, 4. Don't you see how wonderfully kind, tolerant, and patient God is with you? Does this mean nothing to you? Can't you see that his kindness is intended to turn you from sin? He is wonderfully kind, tolerant, and patient. I, I had a situation this morning where, where Grace said, Daddy, why did you do that? And I said, Honey, I'm, I'm a work in progress. And I asked for your forgiveness for, for you having to see that. She said, she said Daddy, I, I, I forgive you, but that's not what Jesus would do. And, and, and to have the wisdom and to hear that from a five-year-old, to know that, that she, she's operating in kindness and tolerance and patience. And that's the way that God is with us. He, he is nothing but kind. He is tolerant. He, he looks at us and, and he sees, even, even myself, even myself, that, that when I slip up and, and, and I commit a sin or whatever that looks like, it, it, or I miss the mark of, of delivering, I miss being obedient to, to a calling that he's done. Maybe, my, maybe it's just whispering, Cody, I told you to tell this to this person. They were trapped in bondage, and I needed you to, to release them from that bondage. And, 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 but, but even though I miss it, even though you miss it, he is still kind, tolerant, and patient. That's the type of father that he is. That's the type of God that he is. 
and and it, it, it should bring us peace it should bring us relief it should bring us joy and it should cause us to run with absolute abandon to his arms we should forsake everything else and run to a tolerant kind and patient father amen and lord i just pray right now that you would help me to walk in tolerance patience and kindness with my family in Jesus name and then we're going to go to Ephesians 2 4 through 6 but God is so rich in mercy and he loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead it is only by God's grace that you have been saved for he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ Jesus amen are you seeing a pattern are you understanding the last two days and really we have three more days of this we we have to understand and we have to walk in the knowledge that God is good that God is good all the time and all the time God is good and whatever whatever lie whatever 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 you've been taught you've got to come against that and, and it's no different than 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 capturing the thoughts like it talks about in in, in second Corinthians where, where we're, we've got to hold every thought captive when that thought comes in when that fiery dart comes in from the enemy saying oh God's mad at you oh God's not gonna love you now oh all of those fiery darts are lies of the enemy and that's where you have to take up the shield of faith and the shield of faith says listen I don't receive that. I, I just read two scriptures. You quote Ephesians 2, 4, but God, no, 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 Enemy, no, 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 no. Those fiery darts, no, no, no. They can't penetrate me. One, I have the helm of salvation. So remember, all the fiery darts are meant to come up to your thoughts. The helm of salvation, you know whose you are and that you know that you have salvation through Jesus Christ. But then you take the shield of faith to block, continue to block the fiery darts and stating you, 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 you remind yourself of the word of God, but God is so rich in mercy that he loved us, that even though we were dead in sin, he still died for us. Even though, even though we were still at the pig trough and eating with the pigs, rolling around in our, in, in our sins, in our, in our filth, he still died. He didn't die for perfect people. He died for the ones that were in the, the mud, that, that were, in the, that were <clears throat> eating, eating from the pig trough. That's who he died for. And then once we get once we once we leave we leave the pig trough and we walk in God's goodness then then we are called to share that goodness with others and then we're called to go and rescue those that are at the pig trough it's a cycle it's a cycle God's got to rescue you so then you can go and rescue others but if you're if you're still at the pig trough there are people that are waiting for you they're waiting for you. God's got the purpose and the call for you. He has, he has set people for you that you need to bring freedom to, that you need to bring healing to, that you need to share God's goodness to. Amen? Amen. Father, we just thank you. We praise you, Lord. We praise you for the word that was released today. We, we thank you, Father, that your goodness is what draws us to repentance. Lord, let your goodness 
be received today. Lord, I just pray, just like I just see a fountain, like a waterfall coming down. I, I just release that waterfall of goodness over each and every single person that heard this message today, whether it was 30 seconds, whether it was the whole video, I just release your goodness upon their life. Lord, let them walk in their goodness today. Give them a preview. Give them a snapshot of your goodness, Lord. And, and Lord, if they're walking in sin and they're walking in, in rebellion and they're walking, not walking with you, Lord, I pray that your goodness is what will draw them to repentance, Lord, and that they would forsake the sin, that they would forsake the pig trough, that they would forsake the enemy and walk with you, that they would run to your open arms. And Lord, as you scoop them up, as you scoop them up, shower them with your love and your affection. So much so that 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 the the the, the things that have attached to them, the filth. Oh, I just I just I just see Jesus as, as we're running to his arms. I see Jesus. He has so much joy that he is crying with joy and his tears are washing us fresh. I just I just see that that he he's he's so overjoyed. Someone someone is someone is running to him right now and, and, and they're being washed. They're being washed with the tears of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Father, we ask for forgiveness of our sins. We thank you for what you did on the cross. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you, Father. We thank you. Thank you for going ahead of us today. Thank you for fighting our battles for us, Lord. We pray that we would be sensitive to the divine appointments, that we'd, we'd be sensitive to your voice today, and that we would walk in obedience to obey what you have for us. Lord, I just praise you and I thank you, and I take up the full armor of God. It's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. Amen. Have a wonderful day. We will see you tomorrow morning.